Oh my gosh. broadcasting myself Lou Collins and the wonderful Catherine Watkins for 36 hours straight <laughs> trying to raise awareness for people to wake up and start talking about our children and the education that is going on within our classrooms and how our children are being groomed through sexual ideology gender ideology and all sorts of other nonsense hello Hello. Here we are. I know, I can't believe it. I'm so looking forward to this next thing. It's going to be hours. crazy. We've been working, well, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Yvonne has been here and Rick's up in Bristol. We're down here in Cardiff. They've been working to get a virtual studio set up. So it's all still a work in progress. So we might be yeah, so taking to with us. Yeah, we could, uh... troubles. We may not have a studio. Well, who knows? But Jason hasn't stopped. And we've had nothing but technical difficulties already. But it's going to go fine. The fundraiser, I want to talk about the fundraiser. We are currently sitting at 7,884. Now, Podcasters on 2 raised 5,980 out of that figure. Okay, so, so we've, we've raised, raised... £1,904. Yeah. So we just had another £100 donation in, haven't we? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we did. We've had another £100. So we're up to two grand for the start of this Podcastathon. We would love to make it better than all the others and maybe get up to £10,000. The guest lineup we have is incredible. It's being brought to you for free. And all we're asking is a couple of donations. So these brave parents, five of them, and we have one here today, are taking the Welsh Government to court. And they, not well, they lost, they lost, it was the Welsh Government, wasn't it? And they yeah, lost. yeah, they lost the judicial review. But, but the appeal's going in. All oh, right. Yeah, so we've got PCP here, that's what we're doing it for. We're doing it for every child in the UK, not just for Wales, to raise awareness and get this education out of our schools. Once and for all. Yeah. So, a few words, my dear, what do you think? What yeah, is this, is, this, this is going to be a really interesting weekend. We've done it twice before, guys, but obviously a lot, a lot has happened since... When did we do the last one? November, wasn't it? Yeah. So obviously we had the judicial review after that. Well, it was a few weeks later, one day on the 16th and 17th, I think, or 15th and 16th of November. We're at appeal stage at the moment. We're still waiting to hear back. Um, it has gone in front of a judge, so we're just waiting back for that. Um, and loads, obviously loads of things has been happening. We've, we know, you know, recently the big surge. Actually, there was one this morning. Uh, drive time story hour yeah. there was a i think it was where was that lewisham lewisham yeah lewisham at the royal oak no, was it? honor oak or something like that honor oak pub but honor that's oak, actually yeah. going on right now um so and i know that a lot of people even viewing this who don't even know what's going on in schools are seeing the drag queen stuff coming up so we'll be talking quite a lot about that and like i said there's just going to be so many amazing guests on across the pond as well we've got america and canada, canada um ireland ireland as well there's been lots going on in ireland so we're going to be hearing where you know how it is in different parts of the world and bear, bearing in mind guys that this is a global education so it's already in 52 countries worldwide but um yeah so we have got the lovely lucia thomas with us to kick us off morning, to, open to us kick off. us off and open us up before our, new, our first, first guest, guest which, which is, is richard vobes and he's already been on confirmed so on he's going to be here today Hello Lucia, welcome to our studio in Cardiff. A big yeah, thank you. Huge, oh, huge thank you to Rhiannon. Hey, just, be, just, be, 
Yes. Hey girls, just before we uh, just before we kick off, we do have a little bit of backfeed. We are working on a couple of technical issues. Um, Jason's going to sort that out. You just okay. it just destroyed. So here we are. <laughs> so. Hello, Lucia. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for coming. It's an oh, absolute honour to be in the studio. <laughs> the wonders that we've done is that, well, what Jason's done. <laughs> We're in somebody's house. Friend of Rhiannon has very kindly donated the use of his house to broadcast this today. So thank you to Rhiannon. Yeah, massive thank you. Over to you, Lou. What's going on with PCP Wales? Where are what's what's happening? Right. Okay. So I think you introduced a little bit about you know obviously being raising awareness regarding the RSE. We took it to court. Uh, the court case didn't go in our face. So PCP Wales were facilitating the court case, raising money, raising awareness with regards to it. And me, myself, I am not a claimant, although Kim Asherwood, who's the chair of PCP Wales, she's the lead claimant. I'm I'm one of the, I'm the spokesperson for the remaining claimants, obviously not for Kim, because she's the spokesperson for herself. <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment, obviously, we had the court case in on the 20, uh, the 15th of November. It did didn't go in our favour. Uh, more on that later. I'm sure we'll yeah, sort of yeah, go yeah. through what what went on in the actual court itself and the the judgment. Uh, we are actually currently going through a an appeal process, so we're waiting, kind of waiting on the courts, aren't we, Kath? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a yeah, yeah. We just it is. It could be any time now, guys. Yeah. To be honest, we don't have a an exact time or date or how long it's even going to take but the appeal has gone in and we're just waiting basically for it to go in front of a judge and for them to make a decision on the appeal so fingers crossed but i think you know i do think everything that's come out at the moment it might even swing it in our favor regardless because it's there is, yeah, it weird, is you know what i mean it's, it's difficult for the decision for the judge to say no to yeah, it you know exactly exactly like everything we've been saying over the last couple of years it's all it's all coming out now you know we're, we're seeing the actual we're seeing it in real time aren't yeah. we yeah and now we've got to obviously supporting you you know the the claimants the case also important, but now is also pushed to raise awareness. We've got to start a movement, yes, isn't absolutely. it? A lot of it has got to do with that. We've got to start a movement to protect the children of the UK. And this weekend, yes, about raising money, yeah. but also about the 17th of May yeah. in Parliament. So what's going to happen that day? What's what's the plan for the 17th right. of May? 17th of May, we are, we're going to be uh, outside the Westminster, outside, Westminster, yeah. outside Westminster in London. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing the a, a massive demonstration. We got some really good speakers coming um, from around the UK. So this is about showing everyone that England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales, we're actually all reuniting together to fight against this uh, this RSE. It's not called RSE in all countries, it's SRE. Health and well-being. It's stressed up as well. To the It's different. They call it different names. I suppose just to confuse everyone. But the same education. Yeah. It's comprehensive sexuality education. And you've only got to put that in a in a search and you'll see what that actually means. And it's it's not the type of education you want your children to be learning. It completely goes against anyone who is of a religious or you know takes a different stand against uh, you know, a different stand on sex education than these um these people who seem to be favoring you know promiscuous behavior um you know sexual freedom if you don't want your children to be educated in those type of things then 
you don't want them to be educated on RSE because that's exactly where RSE um, derives from. So mm. yes, yeah, it's a sex positive. That's the yeah. thing. All the the information I've been reading and the resources that the teachers are being given to use in school, it's not. I think and most people think, oh yeah, it's from a safeguarding point of view for this, that, and the other. It's a really sex positive education. It's you know, it's all about you know, it is all about sexual freedom and whatever. It's, yeah. it's not. I think most people are under the assumption then that it's about safeguarding them and the consequences of consent not the fact that they're teaching them how to consent mm. you know and that on the back of the un last week they almost they decriminalizing they're almost yeah. they're, they're in the process of decriminalizing sex between adults and minors on the consensual basis so but at the same time they're teaching three-year-old children how to consent you can see where this agenda is feeding through you know in policy as well, in politics, and this is it's just such a dangerous time at the moment, really? isn't it? And that's why the important work that you guys are doing, mm. it's so important because there's nobody else who's got as far as you. Mm. There's nobody else that's fighting. And my whole thing is this, this is not fair that these five people have got this burden, which the whole of the UK yeah. should, be carrying. should be carrying, not yeah. just five people. And that's what, that's why we're doing this. We've got to raise awareness, come on fathers mothers grandparents Aunties, do you want whatever, yeah, whatever. do you really want your children knowing about these things really deep down in your heart do you think this is right yeah really well, search deeply it's it's you know and when we did it we did a, a recently we did a 10-day tour around oh, yes. yeah. around yeah. wales yeah. now the general consensus of the of the public is they do not want this education but unfortunately, a lot of people know it's wrong. They know they don't want it, but they're not doing anything about it, whether it's because they're too scared, you know, to, to sort of stand up. They're worried that, you know, people, because what we're finding as well, when we are at, um, objecting to this education, we're having slurs thrown at us saying, oh, it's because you're homophobic, it's because you're transphobic. Mm. And it's like, no, it's nothing to do with that. We are actually there to just protect the children. And we believe that children shouldn't be learning about sex, sexuality or anything, whether it means gay, straight, whatever. Yeah. We don't like our campaign is purely to do with, you know, looking after childhood innocence. And that is all what adults do. That's up to them. We're not interfering with those yeah. with anything to do with that. So the general consensus is they don't want it, but how many people are doing anything about it? Mm, that's the other you know, thing, isn't it? Because we want teachers. Now, for example, now we have got people who have gone up to their head teachers to speak um, about, uh, you know, their concerns regarding this education. There's not enough of you. There is only, you know, a couple of people going and the rest of you were either not in the know or you're too scared to move forward. Whereas if head teachers were having 30 or 40 parents yeah, speak, it's going to make a massive difference and they're going to have to yeah. do something about, you know, curbing the filth. That's it. One one yeah. or two, they can sort of tap away and we yeah, see yeah, it yeah, yeah, exactly. time and time yeah. and time again. It's, it's very easy to just make that one or two people look, look, you know, small and look like they're in the wrong or, you know, they're over-exaggerating. But like Lou said, if you've got 40, like Ellie Barnes herself said in that, in, you know, Ellie Barnes is one of the we'll be influencers, later, I should say. We'll be playing she's, a video out Yeah, later. we'll play out a video while she said, and she's basically telling educators or teachers um, not to tell the parents what they're about to embark on because you don't want a mob of angry parents at your door. These, that's, she is a highly influential player in this um, education. The, the book that she, the resource that she wrote was, what was it I did the blog on? 
how to how make, to transform yeah. your school into an LGBT LGBT friendly place. And it was like reading, reading a groomer's manual. I was I was really and we'll shocked. be going through a lot of that later throughout the course yeah. of the weekend. I mean, I'd like just to run through a few of the guests that we've got lined up because yeah. it really is incredible. Now we've got the wonderful Richard Vogue lined up to come on very very shortly, um, followed by. We've got an hour then. So We've got an hour, so we'll have some more chat with, with, with Lucia. Lucia. Yeah, uh, then we're going to have Matt Letissier on for two o'clock. Uh, then we've got the wonderful Paul Fitch is going to be popping in. I know he's been doing a lot of videos on YouTube, uh, his ramblings of a madman. Brilliant. So thank you, Paul, really for helping support us here. And he's also, we, we've got the chat button as well. So all the places that you can donate and watch this podcast, go to Liberty Tactics. It's the first thing. On the front page you should be able to see it i mean you should be able to see it in all the links anyway you should be able to hopefully see it across the screen there's liberty tactics down the bottom and the fundraiser is there um we've had a tenor in since we've started thank you oh, thank we'd you like it much. to be going going on because we are going to be here there's going to be 30, 30 36 hours and we haven't had that massive amount of sleep either um, <laughs> we'll be all right we'll be, we'll be absolutely fine though Adrenaline, you're yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. um so yeah so after matt Letissier, we're going to have the wonderful sandy adams thank we'll you sandy nigel, again we've got nigel oh we've got nigel uh, he's going to be coming is he coming in or is he no he's going to do it over over zoom but people would have seen nigel's videos oh, for the gender identity videos that um he's very very good on that his videos are amazing actually should have more people subscribing to them because he talks about um yeah he, he basically puts the information out and then explains over it nigel and facebook Brilliant. were doing a big thing about they were really censoring him on they so is, is he turf man is he yes turf man on, turf YouTube? Man on yeah, youtube yeah yeah he's fantastic <laughs> follow nigel we speak to him and then we've got sandy adams sandy adams is on four uh then we've got the lovely alex alex thompson's going to be joining us from the uk column sid cordle and the alex. wonderful sid cordle from the christian people's alliance he's going to be joining us uh we've got the lovely adele from pcp mm-hmm. she's going to be coming yeah. in at eight does she come into the studio we're doing that on zoom i don't know i'll send her a message when i get a chance and, and then we've got the lovely it. george sandu he's going to be on later talking a lot to do with pornography it's going to be the porn the so we'll put him on a bit later just to yeah. try and keep it out of and uh dj slip mat then and got, yeah we've got some, a music set about 11 o'clock and an interview with the wonderful dj slip mat Thank you, Matt, for supporting us from day one. So I can't thank you enough for all you've done for us. And uh, at 11 o'clock tonight, we will be taking speaking us up to midnight. Taking us up to midnight is the wonderful Dave Sumrall from StopHate.com. And again, he's another one who has been here supporting us. Yeah, and the rest then are from midnight tomorrow. tomorrow. But we'll we can talk go about through that later, later yeah, because yeah. we've got Richard Vobes in the waiting room now. So hopefully he's going to be, yeah. he's going to be here. Have we got him in? Have we got Richard? Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? We're okay now. <laughs> We're only into one hour, though. <laughs> how minutes. exciting. We've got how... very pale all of a sudden. Hold on a sec. We've got, like, transparent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, is, that because, is that because the blood has drained out of you? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> and so, yeah. The enormity of the task ahead of you. I know. I know. God knows what we won't we're even be here. We'll be ghosts by tomorrow. <laughs> um, Richard, thank you for joining us. You My pleasure. Have just come back from a ban on YouTube. Is it your first one? <laughs> it, it yes, my first one. As if I'm uh, as if I'm going to have more. Yeah, maybe. Who well. knows? Um, 
what a weird experience that was because I'm quite prolific. And then suddenly, oh, I can't access anything. You can't even access the community bit where you can say, oh, I'm um, I'm not around for a week. Uh, I've been put inside. You can't even do that. <laughs> so it's a, a big thanks to those other YouTubers who've, who've actually told other people, said, Richard's not de dead. He's not gone. <laughs> so what was, the, what was the big sin? The big sin was medical misinformation. Oh, that's what yes. I got thinking exactly. Yeah, which, okay. which, you know, it's like, that's it. You get no more explanation than that. And you think, um, what bit of the medical... Because I thought I was telling the truth, or at least trying to. You were. So, uh, yeah, so, you 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 know, and, and you don't get a chance. You get a chance to appeal, and they say, would you like to look at your video again and just see where it is you've gone wrong? And you kind of go, well, I know what I did in the video. I know what I said, <laughs> you know, that's why I put it up. Uh, you don't get a chance to edit it and say, oh, actually, I'll just edit that bit out then, shall I, where we mentioned this or we talked about that. And really? and then, yeah, you, no chance to do that. And and if you did, you you know, you say, okay, I'm sorry I encroached your very vague and slightly <laughs> various uh, terms and conditions. And 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 as I've strayed, I'll be I'll put it right. But you don't get a chance to put it right. Oh, you were lucky to get your account back, actually, Richard, because they had me two years ago. But they I didn't even get a warning. They just suspended my YouTube account for medical misinformation. Did so they? when they say medical misinformation, it's misinformation because it doesn't agree with their narrative. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it, like yes, it, it, <laughs> yes. It doesn't. Not nothing to do with the truth. It's <laughs> no. just you're not apply. You're not saying what they want you to say. Is exactly. is how I interpret it. And unless <laughs> they unless they tell me differently, that's <laughs> that's it. Uh, so. What tell me, ladies? What is uh, what 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 are you aiming for? In I mean, we're going to get get hopefully lots of people to put some money to the call. The main thing we're looking for is one. Obviously, it's now exposure. Mm. Yes. I mean, obviously, the money is really important, as I just explained when you we went on there. But it's unfair. It's five parents yes. are taking the burden, and it's it's going to affect every child in the UK. They lost the first judicial review. Appeals are going in. But they've already had it. How much is it that you've already yeah, been? How, how much, much have you actually... spent on court fees? Has the government how much have they requested? Given, requested and told you you've got Loads. to pay them for challenging it. Right. So we they've said seventy five thousand altogether. We've paid them approximately twenty two. They wanted fifty straight away. Limey. <laughs> so we had hey, twenty two. Here which it we is. Had passed... Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I'll just uh, just look at the back of my sofa. Actually, I've yeah. got a, got a <laughs> bit of change down there. there, doesn't it? Yeah. So we, we've we've paid over twenty two. So we had twenty two left in the fundraiser after our you know legal costs. Uh, so that's been paid over. So since the appeal, they haven't pushed any more. But they had sent some threatening emails um, oh, yeah. previous to the appeal, saying we must have this fifty grand straight away, otherwise they're going to want to see. Well, they were going to come uh, around with a warrant. Yeah, they, they claiming assets. They wanted to see a list of assets, didn't they? For for the claimants, they even mentioned the list of assets for PCP Wales as well. Even though we're not actual claimants on the on the court, but they they they, they gave us that threatening email anyway. But since the appeal process they've been they have been a bit quiet so i suppose yeah it's it's a case of the the appeal process is going through the courts at the minute so with any luck we'll win this win the yes. appeal i'm not i'm not like a, i'm not holding my breath but you know if we do win it obviously we don't have to pay those fees but in order to continue with 
this process, we do need to continue raising funds. Um, otherwise, we might we may get stopped out. <laughs> we don't yes. want to do that. Yes. Yes. For. That is well, what they're hoping for. Yeah. Um, I have yet to uh, make my donation, but I want to, as I, you very kindly let me be the first of, of many of these incredible and distinguished people. I feel a, a little bit fraudulent seeing as I'm relatively new to the party, but let me kick it off. I want to put £100 into the oh, cause thank straight you. away. Thank, thank you so thank, much. Thank you. So, uh, you know, that gets everybody, it hopefully going with a real positive message um, because so it's, it is important. It's our next generation. That's yeah. the thing, isn't it? It's the next generation. And if we're if we're not protecting our kids, what are we doing? Exactly. That's exactly it, Richard. That's exactly that's exactly how we've deal. Yeah, we're we're kind of yeah. society, are we in if we can't? And if we don't, then the future looks pretty bleak, doesn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and our kids have enough with the whole education system, you know, mm. and all the things that they're being taught. And the the manipulation, the subtle manipulation of keeping them behind screens and not getting out into the countryside, the fear of from stain, uh, stranger danger, and all of that, which you know. And I think back to my childhood. It was it was a long time ago now. in the sixties <laughs> and seventies. Um, it was carefree. We got on our bikes. Our mums didn't see us until tea time. Off we yeah. went. They didn't have a worry about where we were. Um, and and these days you just think, blimey, you know, we, we we're now very petrified about where our kids are, who they're talking to and all of that. And quite rightly so. Yeah. But uh, times have I changed. Think it was the introdu introduction of um, technology, which definitely brought that, didn't it? Because like you say, we were out all day and our parents literally wouldn't see us. No. But we used to be in big groups as well. See, yes, and now everyone's right. sort of this disconnected from each other because little Johnny's playing on his Xbox and next door Matthew's playing and they're actually not interacting yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know um on a personal level in real life then it's this all virtual and you don't stuff. know who they're playing with somebody yeah. across the world and you know the the, mm. the kid is trying to navigate at uh, eight nine ten whatever the age is and think they know everything yeah <laughs> and then as parents you're sort of you know, you 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 think, well, hold on a minute. Uh, are you sure he's a? You know, he is of you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. It's fine. I, I'm fine. But it's it's you know, and they may be. You know, they they're having to grow up very quickly and be astute. Yeah. But uh, of course, we have our own lives of uh, world knowledge behind us that that gives us the anxiety, doesn't it? Yeah, but, and it's. Um, you can yeah. see how it's actually damaging the the society already because you know looking at our generation and upwards we all know that you know this this blatant sexualization of children and being in the same vicinity as drag queens is just bizarre and it's not appropriate yes. but the young parents now they don't because mm -hmm. they've been indoctrinated into this you know very far sort of left liberal um you know ideology then they're not seeing it it's, it's normally when we speak to elderly people don't you when you yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like whoa because they knew that on? you know it shouldn't have happened no, on a different note when we were at the courts because we were all went down to the courts when the day of the appeal was on richard over the course of the days there were some school kids that were hanging oh, around oh, and i actually got the recording of their audio when i asked them they're only about 14 and i said what do you think of this he goes it's, it's disgusting it's disgusting you know, turning teachers into paedophiles, and that's came from these school kids, which is that's they're, no, that they're not interested like in it. Yeah, but 
they're to the, the the thing is, Richard, they're targeting the little ones. This is what. Mm. Why don't they just give them a chance to at least reach puberty? Yeah. yeah. Why does a three-year-old doesn't know even how to tie their shoe? Mm. It's because they know they're easily, they're more easily um, manipulated yeah. at that age. Like, for example, like my children, are, you know, my, my daughter's just turned 13 yesterday and my son is 15. Now, if somebody told them now, you you could be born in the wrong body, they're going to be like, what? Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless they've already been indoctrinated. Exactly. You know, when they were younger, they're not going to, you know, sort of buy into that. But because, you know, like when they bought in this RSE in Wales, they, they insisted it was to do with um, reducing teenage pregnancies mm. and STIs. And when they bring it in for the three-year-olds first. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, like the 15-year-olds are not going to get it yet for another couple of years. So if it was really to do with preventing teenage pregnancies and STIs. It's gone for the teenagers, Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Not well, it's, it's that thing about getting kids be before they're seven, because that those yeah. first seven years right. are when kids are forming their vision of the world and what's right and what's wrong. And and if you get that wrong, if, you, if, if it's manipulated by outside, not the parents, mm -hmm. not the parents sort of helping them, uh, then then they can accept all this nonsense. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's the that's the crucial time. Nobody should be indoctrinating your children. I mean, you know, as parents, they are your responsibility and you need to have that control if you're putting your children into any educational system to know exactly what they're teaching exactly. uh, every day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why schools don't have a, a, a program that they give the parents to say, look, this is it. This is our 365 plan for your child, yeah. because, you, you know, I think we've we've come to that point where now we start to be a bit more suspicious about what's going on in schools and what's being taught. And we really need to say, hang on a minute, you're asking for the, uh, the governance of my child. You're going to influence my child with state sponsored nonsense or whatever it is. I need to approve each and every lesson. So you could look at it for a week and go, yeah, okay, you're going to do dinosaurs. You're going to do Vikings. I approve of that. Are you going to do sexualization of children? Uh, hold on, hang on. What did you say? Mm. Uh, and how are you going to do that? No, thank you. No, thank you. I, I don't consent to that. We, mm. I mean, we, we parents clearly need to. Um, I mean, my kids now are in their thirties, uh, late twenties and thirties. They, they know where to tell me if I interfere with them. But I've got grandchildren. Yeah. And and you know, to a certain, uh, the, your studio is collapsing. It's falling apart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but I've got grandchildren and, uh, you know, the only way I can really help that is to talk to my immediate children and, and say, look, you know, these are these are the things. Obviously, they're your children. It's not for me to influence you, but I just want to make these points. It might be worth having a chat to the school. It might be worth having a uh, an understanding of what goes on in the school these days. And so, you know, I think we've again, it, I'm, I'm always banging on about how we've got to take responsibility for our own lives and and our children's lives whilst they're underage and and not farm out that responsibility like we do all the time now to, get, you know, the government have got to fix this or the council must do this for us. No, hang on a minute. Why? Yeah. Why can't we stand on our own two feet anymore and say, no, it's all right. I, I don't want that. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Very nice idea, but I'm not interested. Yeah, it's all about that, having the 
Well, this is the thing. When we went to the, when we had the judicial review, the Welsh government basically said, in a bit of a nutshell, um, when we were talking about obviously parental responsibility and parental rights, that we didn't have parental rights anyway. And if we did, they're very, very minuscule. And the only other options that you've got is to either private educate or home educate. Now, the thing is that they knew that people were going to opt out of this, which is why they changed the curriculum so that years ago they did have what was called PHSE or whatever it was, which was something similar to this, nowhere near as graphic. And it was when you were in your, you know, your teen years, but you could opt out of it. The parents knew because it was say one lesson every fortnight. It was literally once a fortnight as well for an hour. It wasn't, didn't take up any sort of big, area of the curriculum and your parents could opt you opt you out of that mm -hmm. but what they've done now that's why it's a new curriculum is they've they've embedded it all the way through the curriculum so it's in every single lesson which yes. then the only opt out you've got is to take your school take your school take your school <laughs> take, out of your kids take, yeah take your child out of the school mm -hmm. and privately educate or home educate which is fine for those who are able to do it like i yes. home educate my child she's been She'll be 13 this year, but she's been home educated since she was four. But I was I was able to do that because me and her father had our own business from home. And, you know, yes. we were able to do it. And I do appreciate that the, it's made it really quite difficult now for a long time coming. Obviously, if we go back through the decades and, the, you know, the breakdown of the nuclear family and, you know, all about all the, you know, the mother can go out and work. But really, that was just about taxing the mother and taking the child into the state, you know. Yes. yes. So we're in this very dangerous position at the moment well yes so, society has made sure that yeah. we have to be reliant on the state isn't yeah. it when, mm. like, when it comes to like the education system oh oh my child's in in school years now right okay well, let's get them, I into, work. Yeah. Work. Get yeah. them into nursery as soon as I mean, yeah I, ju I just struggle like why would you have kids and then at two years two three years of age you're putting them into child care yes. yeah it's good you know you're letting other it. people with you don't know what ideologies these people you have no. you know you're you're putting them in you're you're saying bye-bye at the end of the day they all look lovely at the door and all the kids look happy and Most staff all look great yeah. yeah some are but do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah you mostly. feel comfortable yeah, as you're yeah. walking around but at the end of the day you don't know what ideology that they're but they're they've exactly but if they i mean if if your state and your councils are not providing the services that you want and and they're they're not doing what you want according to article 61 of the magna carta it goes right back to there you've got the right to rebel uh, against that and not have it we, we need to set up our own schools if if parents aren't happy we just need to say well okay that's your state school i'm just not i'm not you're irrelevant to me and and people just need to do this. This grass movements of changing things can only come from the bottom up. You know, nobody really? top down is going to help, are they? Because they're all invested in this nonsense and uh, are complicit. So, you know, the more that parents can say, do you know what, we'll have our own school, even if it's some people can't contribute to that school because they have to work because they haven't got enough money coming in. But we, we basically need to send that message that we'll educate our kids ourselves. Yeah. And, OK, you've got your rules about how many children we've got, but they're your rules. This yeah. is our community. We'll yeah. do it. And, and I really think that, you know, people have just got to sort of make these because people are very frightened, aren't they? They're, they're frightened that the police will come around. They're frightened that they'll get summoned by the by the court, by these these faceless bureaucracy. They're frightened that all these these things will happen. But. If the community in significant numbers just say, sod it, we're not doing this. Yeah. We don't want this. We want 
pure, wholesome children who are going to grow up to be moral fabrics of the society. Yeah, and, and exactly. this is important. You are you are destroying the moral fabric of society with your sexualization of children and putting it into all the different lessons. We don't want that. Yeah. Why would anybody want that? So, yeah. you know, yeah. what you're doing is is fantastic stuff. And and people all over the world now, people need to stand up to tyranny and they need to realize it's happening because the power is with us. Yeah, yeah it is. What I noticed, Richard, is, you know, my grandparents were a huge, huge influence in my life. Yes. And I'm I'm proud that I do still have very kind of old fashioned values yes. that they do. But when they decided to get everyone out to work and start paying for childcare, they wouldn't pay family members. <laughs> which is to ridiculous. help you out so yes. if you want to get yeah, help to go to to go to go back to work and you want to you you know you want to go back to work the childcare, you won't get any help if it's going to go to a grandparent with those so it's okay to put them into a school with a child you know stranger but they won't they 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 won't support you know that you want to pay your mum, which just you know, tells you your sister, more they, what, which, what are they trying to do here, exactly. like yeah, yeah take you away family. from the family yeah, anyway. Yeah. And I know Richard, you you know you also have they've taken away you know our traditional traditional values. values yeah, yes. you know, yes. that's why I think why you become such a success. One, you know, you mentioned about and it was Neil Oliver. You were questioning, you know, but that that was originally your channel, wasn't it? Really, just exploring the English country, being English. Yes, traditional values customs common sense yeah. a lot of the time and um it, it seems that over the last what 70 years whatever lots and lots of little rights have been taken away or customs and things have slowly eroded they've chipped away to turn us into where we are today and and if it continues we will be in even a worse situation and it's through every generation of course so if they can get hold of the children before they're seven as mm -hmm. we just said you know and 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 indoctrinate them as those children grow up they'll lose those values i mean i'm i'm of that age where i have one foot in the analog old-fashioned way of doing things and one foot in the digital way of doing things and the and i can see the advantage and disadvantages of both digital is fantastic i can go out and make my films and get them uploaded within a few hours i don't have to do much the old-fashioned way we had to develop your film and <laughs> yeah, yeah it all up and you cut it with scissors and you spliced it together but there was something wholesome and true and genuine and authentic mm. in the old way and and we have the tools of the new way and we should use them as tools but not it's not everything and and I feel that, as you said, everything is, is coming down on this digital way so that you can influence children in the games they play, in the television that they watch, in the in the classroom. And no disrespect to teachers, and I'm not blaming teachers per se, but they all seem, <laughs> me at my age now, seem incredibly young and not worldly wise. Mm. And they haven't had a, haven't had a lot of time to sort of actually know what the world is about they've come from university where they've already been indoctrinated and they seem to not be able to see the sense that sexualizing children at such a young age is is a bad thing i mean yeah. what teacher what i mean a teacher of my age would look at that and go no. what 
<laughs> yeah. You know, but a, but an indoctrinated younger teacher, and as I say, it's not them personally I'm getting at, but they've already been got at so yes. that they will acquiesce and say, yeah, this is, oh, yeah, no, I can see this is uh, this is to, to protect the child. Obviously, yeah. we teach them these very grotesque uh, sexual things or not necessarily grotesque, but they're grotesque at that age. You yeah. know, when, when you're older and 18, what you do in your sex life is a completely different thing. But it's inappropriate to be teaching that, even though they may say it's self-guarding so they can understand what perhaps a, a grown up is supposedly doing. But it does seem actually they're being more like groomed. It's grooming, yeah. Of course it is. Like children copy anyway, don't they? Yeah. If you give children information about something, they're not going to say, oh, okay, I won't do yeah. that until I'm an adult. <laughs> That's right. They're going to be, they're they're gonna be curious. Just you know? park you... that over there and uh, now I know, you know, what what to do. As soon as I'm of the age, I'll get my box of tissues out and my naughty mag and I'm away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is what they're promoting as well. I want to say hello to Julia because she's watching. She's just left a message on YouTube. Oh. So we're just monitoring those. So this time, the last two, it's like we haven't, we didn't have many, as much help, but we've got great loads of help and people jumping on board for this one. So we're going to be, uh, we're just sorting our lighting system. We will out. get it. We will get the lighting <laughs> right. Where it's always by like three, this. four o'clock. The lighting will be we're fine. Looking, we're looking Jason worked all there. night <laughs> to make us a virtual studio <laughs> yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So no. So do you think you will last? I mean, you're obviously yeah. going to be talking yeah, about this. Four. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. We will get. Well, I say we will. I, I hope not. But there is a very high possibility at around 24 hours. Yeah. We'll start to get the giggles a little bit. Excellent. Which is a little bit annoying on something like this because of the content. But you know, like when you've <laughs> yeah. just been can't cope. awake and on the first one, me and Lou, we had to do it just singly in the end because if we were anywhere near each other or could you even see each other, yes. then we would end up laughing. It was ridiculous. So we had to just do it one at a time so what kind of what kind of snacks or food are you eating to keep you oh, well, keep you going we've had a breakfast tea. our lovely our, tea. Our, our, tea. Our, our lovely the lady who put us up here she's actually she cooked us breakfast this morning so oh brilliant. And she's doing us something to eat later on and we'll just have a few nibbly bits in between i guess we'll be all right we'll, we'll be, be fine, fine. We, do, we, yeah. we just keep thinking why we're doing it yeah yes. so no absolutely that's, yeah that's the I, main cause you know we've got to support these parents we've got to save our kids i mean the teachers i just wanted to bring this up with you this year you're hearing stories where they're the teachers are frightening the children when they're talking about the birds and the bees and they're talking about the girls talking about they're, they're gonna bleed yeah there's gonna you know and they're petrified and we're hearing cases now of that's one of the main reasons these girls you know they're, they're they're pushing the girls to cut off their genitalia and have the puberty blockers because they're petra i don't want to be a girl i don't want to i don't want to bleed i want to be a boy why can't i be a boy yeah i, I mean and this is what's bonkers. going on i yeah. mean mm -hmm. this has been talked to them by the teachers yes yeah that, that, i mean that's mad you just ask the teacher all right then you do it first you yeah, do it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you cut your genitals off and uh see how you like it see if you want to change your mind halfway round. um it's it's this message as well that they're giving them, you know, like if you don't like the body you're in, yes. then perhaps you, you were born in the wrong a new body. One. Now, yeah. when we're talking about especially young girls, you know, going back to when I was a young girl, not many girls like the body, you know, they're, they're, they're there looking at other people thinking they'd rather look like them. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, not, it's natural. It's yeah. normal for a child to already feel, you know, uncomfortable. A bit insecure. Yeah. And, you know, well, and now they're, they're putting this on them, sort of saying, oh, do you really want... 
you know, these bits, these bits they can be kick, kick, cut off and you yeah. won't yes. have any, pr any future effect from it, which is a complete and a lie, as we know, because there are thousands upon thousands of what they call detransitioners who've obviously transitioned and then decided they've made a huge, huge mistake. And these are the people that are completely silent. You don't hear any of these. Yeah. I no. mean, actually, there are a few. They're only on alternative media, of course. They're the only place that you're going to find these um these well they're victims because mm. they were manipulated when they were young and vulnerable into something that their brain wasn't able to handle so yes. now that they're older and their brain can you know finally realize what's gone on and they realize they've had top surgery double mastectomy and if they if they can even have children which is unlikely they're certainly not going to be able to breastfeed from a yeah. from a female to male scenario likewise from a male to female scenario having the penis chopped off later on in life mm. This you is why they become, this is why a lot of the suicide attempts happen is after to the transition, not yeah. before, because they'll make the excuse that, oh, you know, the reason that there's such a high suicide rate among the transgender community is because they're not being accepted and they're being right. bullied and this, that and the other. And it's like, that's not the case at all. It's, it's afterwards when they've gone through that um, transitioning process and realize they've made a huge, huge mistake. And then they've got nowhere to turn because they've, you know, alienated their lives before they became transgender. Anyone within the transgender community then attacks them yes. and rejects them. And, oh, you weren't really trans, even yeah. though they've had all the surgery. And they're in more of a mental state than they were before they started. Yeah, so you... and also young people are getting lied to as well. Like I was speaking to a young, he was a, a, a trans girl, like he was a boy transitioned to a girl, he was only 13. It was when we were demonstrating in Cardiff mm. and he was quite um, she, she, I should say she, because he would want to be a she. I thought it was a girl at first. I did Absolutely as well. Absolutely looked like a teenage girl. It was only when um, you know, she started talking, you could hear the voice. Now, this individual believed that he was on the waiting list for hormone blockers. He genuinely believed that um, it was fully reversible if he changed this. Because I said, don't do anything permanent. You may change your mind as you get older. You know, mm. as a 13-year-old person, you might change your mind. And he was like, it doesn't matter. If I change my mind, I just stop taking them. And we know is that it causes irreversible damage. The information is out there. But mm. these children who are going on the waiting list and going to these clinics, themselves and their parents are not informed about the actual dangers mm. and the fact that there are it is actually irreversible you can't just pause puberty no without having an effect on everything else including the brain development of exactly. that child you know is, so, um, i was just thinking then when you were talking imagine that you go back 150 years to an old victorian classroom and there is the teacher trying to sort of say the same things to the kids <laughs> and they go home and they say this sort of stuff what here mr jones mr jones was saying this and and you'd imagine that the 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 laugh the ridicule that would happen mm -hmm. throughout to this this ridiculous notion that the teacher was trying to to ply and and if the kids did have anybody to compare to they're just going to compare to quite a small classroom that they were in and the villages that they were around and they would be able to talk to grown-ups who'd lived and said do you think this is a good idea but now of course we have the internet and we have instagram and we have the ability to change the pictures and manipulate mm -hmm. it so that you know every so if you're thinking about it you're being subjected to all the let's see the glossy images of those who have been successful or at least look successful. Yeah. So if you've changed from one gender to another, they all look 
you know, very marvelous. You're not yeah. seeing the ones that didn't work terribly well, where you know one breast is hanging down here, and you know things haven't worked out, or they're just, as you say, suicidal, or they're miserable, or the, or they've got all the scars and they're not happy. So the kids are again. It's this ability that the the digital manipulation of everything is coming down at the kids to think that this is such a marvelous and wonderful thing, and they stay within that community that that virtual bubble of everyone saying, "Oh no, it's good, it's good, you should do it," instead of a real community back in the nineteen hundred and fifty years ago, where the community we said. What kind of bloody notion are you listening to? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go to, you know, the, you know, the poorer countries where they haven't got all this technology. Yeah. Like, uh, was it Matt Walsh did that documentary, and then he yeah. went yeah. to people in these, uh, in these, in these doesn't compute at all. Like, he said about uh, if a man dresses a woman, is it a woman? And they were like, they were laughing, and they were looking at each other like, no, yeah, it yeah it don't work like that. They couldn't even contemplate it. The yeah. thought of it was just absolutely bizarre to them, as yeah. it should be to everybody else. Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, not to take away those who, who genuinely. The thing is, there are people out there who suffer with gender dysphoria whether that be influenced around them or not and mm. there are real victims out there and they sort of get swept up in this yes you well know, it must and, be and the activists and the you know the sort of organizations then that are dealing with um you know like your likes of stonewall and mermaids and jigs or these the big trans um sort of lobbyist groups then yes you know seem to have all this power and and massive massive influence all over the social media platforms which is going into the minds of our children you know and it's like it is huge and that's the thing that's the other thing with the schools actually because a lot of people are saying are they not being taught that are they not being but what's happening is the teacher knows that they they actually a lot of them know that they don't really know what they're doing so what they do is they go and they have a look at for the so-called experts on rse which are these non-regulated non-vetted organizations and they're the ones who are sort of pointing them into the you know the realms of pornography and Mm. pointing them into this really you know really bad areas for children to even be looking at and they're seeing them as the experts and And there's no regulation none no regulation at all. The um, advocates for this queer theory, don't yeah. they? Queer theory Dangerous. is something that, well, is what our own Welsh curriculum is based on. It's based on on queer theory. So you know, we like we know it's bad. Um, anybody that looks into it knows it bad. But unfortunately, there's so many people that just thinks that queer theory is just about being inclusive, when in fact. It's about actually discluding Anything people. goes. Yeah, and discluding, like the heteronormal couple, yeah. man, woman, seems mm. to be, you know, like it seems to be all the way down here on the list. Yeah, you know, well, they've got all the different, do as well I will, so, you know. Yeah. They even say, actually, a lot of these place people and organizations say their aim is to smash heteronormativity. Yeah. Great, that's know? nice. At least they're upfront about it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, the thing they are telling us. Yeah. Like how, I mean, how, are, how are humans going to, uh, you know, sort of continue being yeah. if, well, there's no, if there's no man and woman relationship? Well, I think that's part of the plan, isn't it? That yeah. seems to be, you know, another attack on humanity. Mm. Uh, what are the parents, other parents, when you're, when you're talking to parents in the playground, because it's a long time since I've been in the playground, and if I turned up on my own, I'd feel a little bit awkward. Um, 
and 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 that's probably a good thing that I would feel awkward. Yes. You know. <laughs> uh, but what about other parents? When you talk to just the your average, are are they also on board with the kids? Or do they sort of think it's you know because what parents now are what sort of thirty? Well, they've always been the same age. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Like the age of parents suddenly changed. That's definitely the, so far. That's the quote of the weekend. The age of parents have changed because I've got older. Um, <laughs> they all seem much younger. No, but parents now, of course, they're all from a different generation. Yeah. So, how what do they say when this this um, when you talk to them? Well, it, it, we get different. Um, we 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 are getting different responses, really, and it's not actually depend on on age because we have got a lot of supporters who are young, you know, right. in their twenties. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know we have got people who are sort of older than older than me who actually agree that children yes. should be learning yes, about all these. Bag, so it? it is a mixed bag. It is definitely a mixed bag. But what we are finding, which is most worrying, is that people who are a lot of people who are disagreeing. And not doing anything about it because if all those people that agreed with us yes. were doing yeah. something about you know we wouldn't we wouldn't be having to take it to court really if everyone could just maybe give 10 minutes of their day and get, get off the subject to covid or 5g i know they're very important i'm not i'm not saying that these aren't important subjects but this every minute another child is being groomed yeah, and encouraged yeah. to mutilate their bodies mm. or give consent to the milkman to come and touch them mm. yes that's this is the risk so like if we could weigh it up i know it's a difficult subject and you know i feel like I, I'm, I'm just a broken record because i keep repeating this but it is difficult subject from. it does make people feel uncomfortable but why we stay silent is going to go on. They're, they're just going to continue it. Yes. No, it, it needs to be on everybody's lips. I mean, you, I, I don't know how you got on after you had Kimberly and I on, mm. Richard, and I don't know what the feedback was for your listeners, because what I've noticed oh, yeah. over the years is the minute you start talking about the children, and we're going to have a guest on tomorrow who's the perfect person to discuss this, Belinda. Oh, yeah. Um, she, a lady went through hell, but... You know, the minute you start to imagine you get attacked and the trolls come out, it's literally the subject of the children seems to generate uh, attack. Mm. And we've seen it from a, a group, of, you know, currently doing it on yours. I mean, Catherine had one of her pages broken down as a memorial page didn't oh, you? Yeah, on Facebook. So, well, yeah. She had her Facebook closed down because they said when she tried to log in, they said this account is no longer viable but it's a memorial page so if i had like i died as if she died it was very strange I, uh, so, I used to have about seven accounts and one of the yeah it was just one of them and i, I was like hang on so somebody had hacked my account and put that i was dead on there so i yeah. can't actually get into so that i was wondering how you the feedback that you had were there were there any did you get attacked because you had we were, you were covering that subject because i know you're banned at maybe the moment. that's why he had his band no i think really <laughs> yeah just for the, I'm not banned anymore. I'm back. Hey. I am back now. Um, it's funny because um, there, I, I, we had um, I'm just trying to think who they are because they've done so many interviews since. So I'm just looking at my notes in case they were here. It stops now. Uh, we had two guys from It Stops Now, which was a, a campaign to get MPs to say the sexualization of children is awful. And they wanted MPs to write to uh, what well, they wanted people, viewers to write to their MPs. Now, it's only been on Rumble so far because that was during my ban. 
And um, I want to try and get, um, I've, got, I've got so many of these things, I want to get more people to watch that video. So I'm going to sort of play a trailer in into one of my uh, forthcoming videos as I go through the through my seven day ban, the backlog of videos that I made whilst I was banned yeah. and, and get them onto the channel. But it, I haven't had any um, pushback as far as I know. It's very difficult to see all the comments because yeah, yeah, as yeah. the channel grows, you know, you get so many comments, you don't have a, a lot of time um and and emails i mean mostly that i have seen people would agree uh but I, so i i haven't seen it but i'm absolutely sure that you do get a lot of you know because it gives these people who have who live in the the swamps underneath the bridge amongst all the sort of dung and nastiness something to do doesn't it oh here's a subject i could get into <laughs> and now they come with their fingers on the keyboards these i mean you know it's not worth listening to them but um, it's interesting you say that to give it 10 minutes, to give it a chance and stop talking about some of the other things. And I guess I'm guilty of doing that myself. And I, I've just written down, um, I've, <laughs> I've written down child vlog, which sounds a bit dodgy, but it, re it reminds me that I'll do one in the week, a monologue on my channel about is it right to do the sexualization, you know, and, and ask questions. Because to me, the the asking questions makes the audience answer yeah. and it makes them go, oh, yeah, actually, is that is it happening in school? Has it happened to my school? Have I checked it? Have I found it? Have I looked at the curriculum? What yeah. do I think about it? Is it a good thing? What will happen to the next generation? I mean, you know, the questions sort of stimulate these thoughts and go on endlessly until hopefully people you know, I think ultimately inside people, even those on the far extreme left, there is a, a kernel of decency, a kernel of, of of morals that that must be fighting, even though the, the indoctrination they've got on them is sort of saying, oh, yeah, we want more of this. And, yeah, this is right. There must be somewhere that that little conscience saying, yeah. no, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. And, 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 and no doubt, as m most people in the left, it seems sort of slowly come towards the center and maybe go to the right as they get older and mature, but we haven't got time for that. No, We've got exactly. to do it now. And, and if it's not th their personal debate, get out of it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Just, if you, if you, if you're not going to rise it, yeah. Out, yeah. <laughs> sit down sit yeah down. take a seat you know yeah, yeah. attack people on something else but that you know leave the children alone yeah that's i mean that's the chance just exactly. give them a chance exactly. i think a lot of the time as well you're finding that people think that they're doing their best to protect the children as well because you know you've got like the yeah, people on the yeah. left and they're like but what about the children that think they're trans we could say and they, yeah, they genuinely, genuinely think, think don't they? yeah they we genuinely mean. think that there are children suffering because they're yeah. born in the wrong body or because their parents might you know not agree with same-sex marriage and they uh you know same-sex relationship and they may grow up to be gay now but you know like our our stance on it still stands the same when we're talking about children of primary school age they shouldn't be exploring any kind of sexuality no, exactly, or yeah. any kind of like you know sex gender you know gender they should differences. still be playing in parks and running up yeah. trees as far as i'm concerned Do you know what i mean this yeah. is if you leave the kids if you if you don't introduce that subject to the kids that kid who feels he genuinely is in the wrong body will if he's in a loving um family will and and is encouraged to say the things about whatever it is you know whether he he, he doesn't like trucks or he prefers dolls you know he he will exhibit those signs and the parents good parents will slowly pick them up 
Yeah. And so then if he turns around and says, do you know what? I, I feel I'm uh, there's something wrong. The parents can very gently take them on that journey rather than saying, hey, it's a possibility. You're in the wrong body. Mm, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, right. Oh, well, maybe. There was I, research yeah. stating actually about, um, you know, like children who don't accept that they think they're born in the wrong body is a massive majority of them mm. actually grow up to accept that they, you know, exactly. they're like born in the right percent of them, I yeah, think, and it's, it's left a... alone. They will just, they will go back to one. And it just comes down to that period, I think, of adolescence where we're all confused anyway. Yeah, yes, you know absolutely. I mean? that it's, that's where it is, and that's where they're hitting the hardest. But if they can, like going back to what we said earlier, if they can get them younger anyway, by the time they hit that period of adolescence, this job done. Confused. They're already confused. They're already following along with this agenda of I don't know how many genders. How many are there now? Because they keep changing their minds. Well, the last time on the last, the first podcast I thought we did, which was August of last year, uh, there were sixty-two genders. There were seventy-three I, recently. I think there's now that's now gone up to seventy-three. Like it does, I mean, yeah, there must be a whole department that's out there sort of exploring and excavating Monitoring. to see yeah. is there is there any more genders? Can we find let's get it up to a hundred? There must be, you know, it's like like an archaeologist digging in the in the uh, um, like in Dorset and and looking for fossils and going, Oh, look, there's another one, there's another gender, yeah, exactly. just found, exactly. just found exactly. another one, that, that, you know, that, it's, write it's, it up. It's really, uh, what's the word? For an adult, it's confusing, right? Mm. So what must it be doing to these children who just want to learn their ABCs? Do you know what I mean? And they've fed this stuff that's just confused. What happened in Portugal, you know, with our school, our primary school, where they had the dress-up box, but they only had Mm. princesses? Oh, listen to this story, Richard. Listen to this one. And audience. Yeah, it was a little little boy. Um, Well, the parent actually just happened to see um, see a little boy on on the parent app dressed in a princess dress. So when he came home, um, you know, she was asking him, oh, you were dressed in a princess? That's a bit, you, you don't normally do, because he's a boy, proper yeah. boy, you know? Um, and he actually burst out crying, because she said, it's always a bit silly, you dressing in a princess dress. And he burst out crying, saying, it's mean to say that someone's silly for dressing, for a boy dressing as a girl. He actually got really upset about it. So obviously he was told in the classroom that anybody that says you shouldn't wear a dress is a bigot. I don't know what racist. Yeah, whatever it's it gonna be a racist. But when uh, when she looked into it, it was the teacher had bought in a load of dressing up clothes just for girls. It was all right. it was all girl dressing up clothes. So the boys didn't even have a choice. If they wanted to dress up, they had to dress up in these, you know, in these princess dresses. And then they've been told then by the teacher that, you know, anybody that says anything about this, they're either nasty people, you know. I don't know if you've seen recently the story, Richard Lou, of the the Downs children, but they're now putting it onto the Downs children. No, really? I wouldn't mind bringing Rick in and and, and also to Kimberly and, and, you know, to discuss that further because, you know, that's, that's that's dangerous. What well, it's, doing. Abuse. it's abuse. It's abuse. It's abuse while they do, and they actually had Sam Smith. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah. He had gone in, wow. and they were, you know, uh, he was cuddling. The, the Sam Smith was cuddling the Down, Down syndrome, syndrome with, with drag, and you know, he like somebody has obviously put that into their head. They did not choose. Well, there's that. a company actually. They're oh, a company it is, that yeah. they go around. But what are your thoughts on that, Richard? Well, I mean, that's abhorrent if you're doing it to children who have learning difficulties of any time, because 
by the nature of having a learning difficulty, they are looking to you as parents or a society to help them understand what they can't understand. And if you've got people who seem to me are very wicked and then saying, well, actually, I think you're a girl or you're a boy, you know, the opposite gender that you are, for the sake of it, but for, for political purposes or point scoring, because, oh, look, I've converted another person, aren't I? Yeah. A clever person. I've made society so much better. I mean, that is, I, I, I'm not really qualified in any way because I, I'd not thought, to me, honest, I'd not thought of those people who are already in in need of assistance I mean, they're, you know, they're able-bodied and able to think in their own way in many, many ways. And they're perfectly, um, what would you say, wonderful individuals. But to have, but where they might struggle in certain areas, and we all struggle in certain, I mean, I can't play the violin. I would need somebody to help me play the violin. But if the person who was teaching me to play the violin said I had to do it in a dress, because that will help me to <laughs> learn the violin, you know, I'd be a little bit suspicious. But you, you might go, well, they know what they're talking about. And and I think if you've got yeah, exactly. learning difficulties and, and somebody's influencing you more like that, you're more trusting, aren't you? You're going yeah. to be trusting of somebody. And and I mean, and kids, of course, are trusting, yes. um, but you're taking it one stage further and you're just making that quite evil. Yeah, well, they're exploiting them, aren't they? You know, exactly. that's what they yeah. do when they're exploiting them, and it, they're vulnerable, and it, they know it. You mm. know, mm. it's not. It's quite. I think you know, even with the the transitioning, it's like is it like a forty percent of them, or up to forty percent of them, are on the autism spectrum? Really? Yeah, because they know that obviously, you know, they already feel confused. They already feel as if they don't fit in, and now they're being swept away in this exciting, yes. you know, glamorous because that's what they've done. Haven't they? Yeah, they have it glamorized cool it, yeah, and whatever. And they're it. getting caught, and they they've got this new family, yeah. and you know, and they're saying things to these children like on online, you know, oh, if your parent, the parents don't understand, but you know, we're your new yeah, family, yeah, 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 we're yeah, here, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. listen. They're going to get swept along with it, and they are doing, and it's it's just well, it's abuse as mm. far as I'm concerned. Mm. No, absolutely. It is totally abuse. I mean, it should be completely illegal. But mm. as you say, there's no, there seem to be no, what did you say? There's no standards. There's no, there's um, no regulation. Regulation. Or, you know, that's the word. Yes. Organizations are regulated or vetted or anything. And in fact, Mermaids, which is one of the, the influential, one of the bigger ones, there was, um, there was a bit of a scandal last year with one of the men, one of the, you know, ambassadors yeah, yeah, yeah. or something who was caught. Ma was he caught masturbating something in the building? Like that, yeah. Or even with uh, something, one of them, child I think, had child pornography. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't wasn't he at a a talk or something? Did a talk that was pro paedophilia? That's like, what it was. Previous. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he's like quite high up in um in yeah. So but we've, we've got these people who are influencing our kids, kids. and you know yeah. they've got very questionable backgrounds. Well, they're yep. not. They're not vetted. The pornography industry is not vetted. There's no regulations out there to stop children accessing. Exactly. And now they're bringing the children's rights, so yeah. a child oh, yeah. has the right to choose. And there's been the report. I think it was last week that the UN are wanting to move forward with the children's rights, mm. where if the postman who that they've known for ages is walking around comes and wants to touch you. If you say, well, that's okay, it's consent, then nothing's going to happen to them. They, you know, the child's given consent. 
My I mean, they God. don't need to understand. They need, as Kimberly always says, they need yes. the word no. That's and children don't. You know, don't, you know we need you know, parents, right, area. as Kimberly keeps talking about, and yourselves. We need. It's the parents who need the rights. Yes. Yes. Because, absolutely. You know, parents no longer have a. a like well, to stand on. They don't. Have you been told that in judicial review in case law? Yeah, yeah, and they're told my daughter, and she's 20, 22 now. Mm. She was told when it was time for her GCSEs that she should not, don't bring it home and don't ask your parents because you don't want to get influenced by your parents what? or what they want to do. Yeah, for her GCSEs, wow. shouldn't come home and discuss it with me. I was uni or what's uni or whatever. Uh, no, that was that was her GCSEs. That was at school. It is. It's really quite sinister. It is sinister. By taking the like, parents have got parents have got the right to protect their children. That's exactly. you know, and that should that's a fundamental right. That's how it should be. But unfortunately, now with this education, we have had children as young as five coming home, and when their parents have you know given them food, now kids do rebel against their parents. I understand yeah. that. The mum's given them the food, and yeah. the little boy has turned around and said, "I'm not eating that." my body my, my choice. choice yeah so if they're thinking that at five mm. now not mm. listening to mum and dad because it's my decision so let, let's look at a scenario where maybe an 11 year old girl is being groomed by a groomer online and she thinks this groomer loves her well it's her choice isn't it something to do with a parent my body my choice exactly yeah no so that's I mean... where we are richard yeah. um we would love it if you could put a plug and ask people to donate to the fundraiser i mean we've got it up on screen it is linked and it's too long for me to say out loud but you can go to publicchildprotectionwales.org go to donate you will find podcastathon two and three but it's in under every video that this is streaming on there is a fundraising link up there um i just want to make it clear and while we have lucia here there's a rumor you know how the rumors go that liberty tactics is um, <laughs> we, we're, we're getting funded by uh, public child protection wells that is not the case every single penny that liberty tactics has raised has gone has it not directly to, to public child yes. it doesn't come anywhere near me we don't get any funding we do this ourselves with some amazingly loyal people who want to help us you know just to get petrol here and stuff so right. richard could you please just give a plea that why it's important for people to click on that donation link and just maybe just give the cost of a couple of pints if they're going out or you know and seeing the football or whatever's on today yes so well i would definitely say to our lovely viewers and those viewers who are watching after the event or joining at any time this is one of the most fundamental things that we must address because our children are the future. And if they are so confused by the, 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 the indoctrination of, and the sexualization and not in control of, of their own bodies and not able to say no to grown-ups, things that we have known for, for millennia, if we're not able to help those children to to be assured that their body is for them and it's not for anybody else, then I don't know where we are. So please, this is a very important case. Um, it's it, the money goes to the court case to help the parents to protect those so that some of these measures will go away. And of course, not only donate, a, you know, a, a, a a couple of pounds, maybe more, tenner, something like that. I'm personally putting in a hundred pounds. As soon as I um, am released from here, I should go to my <laughs> bank <laughs> and and shove in some money because I think it is it's it's our future. 
and my I have grandchildren and I don't want them when, once they go to school to have anything like this put upon them. I don't want my children, who would be my grandchildren's parents, of course, to have that strange it, pressure from their peers to say, no, 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 it's a good thing. It should happen. It should happen because there's it's it's just wrong. And I come from a, a tradition where that is so bleeding obvious that everybody should know that. But for whatever reason, life has changed so much. And now we're, we're, we're even, I mean, the ridiculous nature of all of this is that we're debating this. We shouldn't have to debate this. Yeah, should, this should so be so obvious. So if you've got any money, um, uh, and even if you haven't, send it all to, uh, <laughs> to, to the child protection. Amazing, yeah. Rich and Bobes, thank you so much. And My pleasure. We'd love to have yourself and the lovely Julia come on as well with us sometime and, and yeah. have a chat. M more than happy. We, were, um, we may be around tomorrow, so we might be to sort of crash in. That would be wonderful. Just give us, you've got my text, just give me a text. Yes, we'll do. If I don't leave it in some random you know, oh, toilet no. somewhere, if I don't leave my phone somewhere <laughs> like I do. But Brilliant stuff. Good you. luck. Good luck. Uh, thank you. Yeah, Richard. I don't know what state we'll be in tomorrow, but thank no, you well, so much. It's worth <laughs> checking you, in, isn't it? Thank you, Richard. It's been lovely to meet you. Yes, thank lovely you. to meet you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Bye. Keep donating. Bye. And thanks bye -bye. for your donation. My pleasure. I should go and do thank it now. You. So guys, we're doing this for Public Child Protection Wales again, the third mm. time, www.publicchildprotectionwales.org. You can go there. It's under Podcastathon Round 3, and that's what we're at. We're Round 3. We want to make it bigger. It's already looking better. We've, you know, we've never had a virtual studio that Jason's been working on all night and yeah, uh, doing Jay, this, and, and we've been donated somewhere to do it. So thank you, Brian. Rihanna, just again, we're going to be thanking Rihanna the whole weekend. <laughs> looking <laughs> after us. She said, oh, oh, yeah, definitely. She really yeah. is. She yeah. really, even though I did get my face nearly bit off by a French bulldog. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, he's friendly, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is friendly. <laughs> um, so we maybe will play a little promo video out very quickly now, if that's all right with Rick. Um, we're going to have Matt Letissier coming up in about 45 minutes. minutes now any business owners if you've got a little 30 second advert uh, that we could possibly play out for you tomorrow uh, 30 seconds already made we will play that out as many times as you well a tenner or 20 pound 10 or 20 pound every time you want it played out and we might be able to play it out as long as it's all formatted right and rick's probably sitting there absolutely screwing now because i'm saying this <laughs> just giving it more work to do but you know we're doing it for the key it, it, it will sort it so if you want to donate 20 quid and you've got a little video that you want to for your business or something let us promote it throughout this weekend because even when this is finished it's going to be split up rick's yeah. going to be editing overnight to split it down into each hour's so people can pick their favourite guests. But I do encourage people to stick with us because it's going to get messy. <laughs> <laughs> so any more words from you, Kat, at the moment before we play a little advert before we come back? Just donate, guys, and share if you you know, share it on as many because we're, you know, public child protection wells and Liberty Tactics and me, and we're all censored or restricted totally. or whatever it is. It's the one thing that they well, I say the one thing they don't want to get out. There's lots of things they don't want to, but in particular, this one, out of all of the 
censorship I've had over the last 13 years, this is by far the biggest time. So, and same with Liberty Tactics as That's well, just isn't ridiculous. it? So, we know that we're pushing those buttons which need to be pushed. Um, the only thing they can do now is silence us. So, if you can just share on, you know, I know lots of people got multiple social media platforms, yeah. you know, Instagram and Oh, I can't even think of them. Twitter, Twitter, Getter, Social, people Facebook, have got Snapchat. LinkedIn, I don't understand Snapchat. that Snapchat. Thing. I don't understand no, it. Yeah, TikTok, whatever, whatever. Uh, whatever ones that you're able to. If you can just share the, um, it'd be nice to have got link, to eight grand. Really, the live stream. Grand, we will yeah. be there. We will be there. Six pound off eight grand. Is it? No, no, no sorry, forty-six. Forty-six. Pounds I need glasses. This is the accountant in the room. I do need glasses though, screens I can't see. Um, yeah. We're going to come back That's in a good. moment if Rick's yeah, we'll ready to do a little break. And um, I'm I'm actually going to shoot off because I've got other things I have to do. I'm not obviously I'm not going to be here for the uh, the thirty six well, hours. Well, like, cheers, bravely, <laughs> cheers, Lou. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah, am going to need well. to shoot off. So thank you so much for having me. That's all right. It's an absolute honour sitting next on. to the two of you <laughs> uh, on this. And obviously our first guest was amazing as well. So lovely to meet uh, Richard. To meet Richard. Um, and I just I just want to say before I go to. Thank you to you too. Thank you to the rest of the team at Liberty Tactics, and um, and thank you to everyone who's been supporting us so far. Because we sit, we would not be able to do this without our supporters. And <coughs> we started our our um, our organisation back in twenty twenty September twenty twenty. Yeah. Since then, you know, we have grown exponentially. Huge. Yeah. Our, our following is is massive. We've got like twenty one WhatsApp groups, which is twenty one local authorities all fighting this and each one of that group of those groups they're all doing their thing raising awareness in their area so you know without all these people who you know i i say a lot of people are not are not doing anything about it but there There's are lot, lots yeah, of people yeah. who are it's just that not everyone is and we believe <laughs> yeah. that we all should be but exactly. we, there is a big there is a absolutely. big support and that's going to just grow and yeah exactly yeah, absolutely yeah. so yeah so hopefully Thank rick's you, all right Chia. to run a little advert we'll be back in two minutes <laughs> 